Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy National Golf Club. This is Nice Shot Pods, featuring Tractor, the Rhino, the Moose, and Paul. This week is the Amex at PGA West on the Jack Nicklaus Tournament Course and the Pete Dye Stadium Course. We recap the Sony, talk golf apparel, build 43k DraftKings lineups, make one and done picks, and draft Nassau teams, all in our cleanest and most professional episode ever. Hey guys, welcome to week three of Nice Shot Pods, presented by thefantasynational.com. Hawaii's over. We're on to the mainland with the American Express. Who's excited? Riveting. Well, this isn't exactly our third episode either, by the way. (laughs) She's at episode three of the season. It's true. Season two, episode three. We just don't want... I I just don't want our listeners to be confused. Like, how are they so polished having only done three episodes? We were probably better at episode three than we are right now. Yes. Because I think... Welcome! Because I'm pretty sure for the Amex... God damn it. Hello? What just happened? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Rhino. To your point, we were better on episode three than, than we are now. Yeah. <laughs> what that, the hell is going on? That had here? nothing to do. That was just bad internet connection. We're good now. Yeah. That was, remember, like, this is the tournament with, like, we play at the three courses, right? Not not this year, but yeah, normally. They do. <laughs> normally. And, like, we did, a, everyone did a bunch of research last year. This year, who did research about court, the course stuff? <clears throat> about, I just no remember. One. Well, I just I told, do. well, yeah. they're not playing La Quinta. Oh, well, that's what. Yeah, look, where we can argue about it. We're not playing La Quinta in. Did La Quinta? La Quinta. La, La Quinta. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, fun fact for listeners: if you want to hear about like actual breakdown, like of the courses for a little bit, um, go find the episodes we did in season one <laughs> of that tournament, and then we'll be like, yeah, at this course, it was by X Y Z designer. Uh, they have. You know, Bermuda, Bermuda fairways and Bermuda rough and Bermuda greens or whatever it is. This season, we just assume you remembered season one. So we're moving on. No, we got we got the Nicholas course, which is designed by Jack Nicholas. No way. Not Gary. So they're just using two courses this year? Gotcha. I do remember I do remember Tractor's um, breakdown of La Quinta last year. It was like verbatim, probably. We didn't know it at the time, but probably from Rob Bolton or somebody from com. <laughs> like, weaves through houses and has very mature trees. No, I read I think, it I think right, off, right, off the, right off the club's website. Okay. <laughs> but you've been there, right? I, I've To that course? Yeah. Yes. It's dope. Which one? La Quinta. Oh, La Quinta, but not... But I, not haven't played, I haven't played PG... The, Nicholas course. I've played other courses there. I played the Norman course, which is where you know we got to start keeping tra- tabs on Tractor. How many golf courses on tour have you played? Not that many. Well, you played Kapalua. Okay. You played this. We'll just okay. keep tabs on it. I'm interested to know. Well, technically, not this because they're not playing that course. Yeah. Playing that it one. counts. Not man, not as many as you would think. I mean, it's definitely more fun to watch tournaments on courses you played before. <laughs> To just watch them, we were like, man, I remember they were teeing off, and oh, so they just hit it way over that tree. Hmm, interesting. How, so about, was, uh, how about the in course out of bounds this week? They had to put up. Got to do it. So, for, at Wiley, are you talking? Yeah. I thought that, did you guys see that Nick Taylor on uh, nine, his last hole on Saturday? He sniped it out? No, 
This was the weirdest thing. Like, I watched this like a couple times, and I was like, I don't get this. So, you know how they bowed out into, you know, the there's that driving range, okay? And that's the in-course OB. Is it, is it for the driving range, or what's that for? <laughs> no, the guys were cutting. So, since the stands were down, the players on that par 5 were literally just hitting into the other fairway. They had, like, a wedge in. Hmm. So, they put in-course out-of-bounds there to stop them from doing it. Because normally okay. there's a uh, yeah. grandstand there to stop them. And the PGA did it overnight before the first day of the tournament. Because in the practice round, they were watching guys just smoking in the other fairway and have like a flip wedge in on a par five and an easy eagle hook. Okay, so they put a so they put a fence in that was OB and then there was a net that was on top of that to stop. No, the, the net was on a different hole, I'm pretty that's sure. That's on that's on nine. It's it was nine. It was his last hole of the day. Yeah. The in course out of bounds is on left of eighteen, not nine. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> this is on hole nine. I thought okay, I thought this was the same thing. Is it, is it where the driving range is, but it comes out he's his ball's right up against it. It's on the left, so he misses left. His ball's right up against the the OB fence. No stance as a right-hander, right? But you don't get relief because it's OB, right? Right, you, know, you don't Correct. get it. Yep. So, but the net that was just right above the OB fence was temporary immovable object. So they came up and they asked Nick Taylor, they go, okay, so if this net wasn't here, how would you play this shot? And he says, well, I try to take it left-handed, get it up over this fence, carry about 100 yards of OB into some trees, blah, blah, blah. Which, there's no way he could have pulled that shot off. But, since he said that that was, like, his intended play, now all of a sudden he gets relief from that net for the temporary object. And so he got to go back, get a, like, clear shot where he would have been up against the, the OB and... Had to, did he, you know, did either he go backwards it, or... Did he end up hitting it left-handed? No, he didn't have to because all he had to do was say he wanted to. And then he got the then he got it. But I was just thinking, like, if Patrick Reed had pulled that, he'd have gotten, like, just, you know, yeah. murdered. But, the you know, the announcers on there was like, no, that's using the rules to your advantage. It's like, that would have been a dicey play for him to try that. Like, there was a tree, there was OB. He, he literally had four inches to get the ball up four feet. I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of times, those guys are on your side. They're trying to help you out for the most part. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I think he was saying, he's like, you know, but that net is a temporary, you know, so if that net wasn't here, how would you play? And I think that cued him. Because I think if he said that, you know, I probably would play backwards, well, then you don't get relief for that. You know, because you're, it, it's not, the fence isn't in your way anymore. It, it was weird. Somebody, like J.B. Holmes or somebody did that in the match play like four or five years ago. I think it was in, when it was in Arizona still. Like one of those little sprinkler tubes was coming up. Like he was in the desert, like under a cactus or something. And there's one of those little sprinkler things right there. And it was kind of on his way. He's like, oh, well, I would be you know, hitting it 50 yards left and trying to cut it or something. It's like, he got a drop from it. He's, his ball was in a freaking cactus. So, I guess, I don't know if it's cheating, but just... Like you know, coming up with some crazy shot that yeah, you like never knowing had. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is what I was going to do. And what did you guys think Off of the, the event? Shitter. Did anybody watch the event? I did. Yeah, yeah I, I, I caught more of this than Kapalua, for sure. It's funny how they moved it up, because they're like, oh, the weather's going to be it terrible. so nice, like, too. Yeah. <laughs> So it was kind of a buck because I was kind of hope, but I think it ended. I was kind of off and on between that and the football yeah. game, but I think it ended, you know, right after halftime. So it wasn't. So it was kind of good timing that way. Yeah. But Kevin Na, pretty sick back nah. nine, pretty sick yeah, like last six couples. Yeah, a couple of good stories to start the year between English and him. Mm-hmm. And well, then the Chris the Kirk story. story was, the biggest story is the Chris. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was cool too. Which I was kind of wondering about too. So he needed to have like a T third, T third or better, right? So um, I was trying to like play that out then. So if Joaquin would have birdied eighteen to post twenty, or I, I don't know, the scenario I was playing out was like if Webb somehow got into a playoff. So if it was four guys in the playoff and he were to get knocked out first, does that mean that he technically would take a fourth place? No, I think you just end up as T two with everybody. Okay. Well then, um, well then, and I didn't yeah. see the chip shot. I just saw like where his second shot ended up on eighteen, so he was right, and I was like, "Ooh, like that's it was not much green to work with." And also, I look at my like shot link, and he's fifteen inches or it something. It was super pure. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Webb missed that same shot. He like dumped his and left his short of the green. It looked like yeah. Webb had to like play. He was way. Yeah, he had right. to like flop it. He had a, a harder shot from what I saw, but still. Oh, I thought they were in the same position. No. No, no, it looked like Webb was way further. I didn't see where Webb's tee shot was, but um, Kevin Na's second shot, I thought I had no idea what to expect, but that had to be pretty damn pure. I mean, the thing raced right past the hole. I didn't know what we were in for there, but pretty spectacular back nine. Five wins, four four years in a row. He's had a win. Yeah, and all the people that remember him for is when he took like the fourteen in the. Win. I think he had a sixteen. Fourteen? I don't know. No, oh, the best was when they went back there and he brought like the chainsaw and stuff. <clears throat> Like I, I don't necessarily remember. For, I mean, I mean that will definitely jump to the to the top of the list because what happened? He hit it way deep in the woods and was just like, "I'm going to give it a shot," and then he had no Some, real chance of like actually taking him playable from that point. Or how, I don't totally remember, but he was also like that's also I think the time when he was playing super slow. Yeah, and so it was just wasn't really people were not pleased. The thing I'll always remember about Nah, and I mean he actually has even always seemed like a, a little bit of a smart ass, but. Like a, a semi likable dude, but when he had like the the trigger yips, or I don't even know what you'd call it. Like there was a glitch in the matrix. He just like could not pull the trigger, <laughs> and he's like he like yell at himself. <laughs> Come on! Like Paul's having audio deal audio issues. Yeah, I mean, but he would definitely here. remember this. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, shocking that Paul's having. <laughs> it's gonna be another episode where like. I go back and listen. It's like, oh, no Paul for the first half now. Yeah. Let's see here. I don't know. Headphones are off. But, I mean, up, coming up this week, Patrick Reed back in the play. So do you think he's still shopping for G4 online? Have they extended any kind of a deal to him? I have no idea. So does he have no sponsor? Must not. I mean, it still seems crazy to me. How do you think? So does he break away from Nike? I don't know. I mean, is the Nike deal dead? I guess, I mean, Nike, no idea. I mean, you're kind of the fashion expert on the show, but I feel like big time major events, I've always, had, I, at least for the last few years, Nike guys, other than Tiger, have all worn like the exact same stuff. Same well, hat, same. Because Nike's trying to, yeah, because Nike's got. Because they're all put that at retail and. Like, yeah, because oh. Nike's got a kit they're going to try to put out for that, you know, upcoming season. Yeah. <laughs> And that's where we're gonna try to sell, and that's gonna hit every. That's gonna be at every store. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. Did you see Tommy Fleetwood finally went full tailor-made? So is he gonna go Adidas then, or what? I would assume so. Well, I mean, he, he, he should do, do something. He might still do Nike clothes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I bet he has the same deal as Roars and those guys. Oh, but I don't know. Is Paul just? Is Paul here? He's here. I mean, I I'm see. back. Oh, oh. oh. I, did, I, did, I did mute myself. My one and a half year old was having a complete meltdown. Oh, I know how so that I, goes. I had to talk her. Talk her back to sleep through the through the monitor. 
So I want complete meltdowns. Was would you throw uh, skills performance yesterday into that complete meltdown? No, no, no. Because what did he end up shooting? Still, like one under. We used he was three under, I think, going into ten, right? And then he hit ten was kind of he hit a good tee shot, and then just kind of butchered it from there. And I think only that was another bogey or two, right? It wasn't like he made a ten. Yeah, but it's just like they were talking on the tour. It's like I think Bone said it. You know, it's like. You shoot two or three under on tour and you get lapped. Yeah, like you're just, yeah. you know, it's got to be hard. You're going into the final round with a two or three shot lead. And you're like, okay, I got to shoot 65 to win this thing probably. Yeah. Or, you know, thereabouts. 67, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I guess he didn't, like, get to that lead until the hole right before it where he eagled, you know, part yeah. five. But, yeah, you know, he he got it. to He, he was at 21. Yeah. After he eagled, eagled, eagled. Going to 10, yeah. Going to 10. And so did he not have a bird shot, He shot two over. He shot two over. Yeah, there. so he's 300 on the front and then had bogey on 10, I think, 13. And that was that was all 14, sure. 14, 14, sure. So, no, but I think 10's in his head. Like, so remember last year in the playoff, he, he airmailed the green it, on 10 to that back pin. And then I, I, saw, I saw his tee shot. So he had like 50-some yards in. And then he was like 80 feet. So he hit one of my shots. He, I think he kind of chunked it. So he was expecting to carry the bunker and get a, a hop up onto the front to middle of the green. Like he should have had an eagle look. It was actually kind of a bad break or he needed to hit it like three feet further. Sure. And then he was in kind of a weird lie. Like no, not in the bunker, in the but fair, like okay. just over the bunker kind of a thing. Gotcha. I thought super he was sandy. No, he was definitely no. But uh, yeah, so I wouldn't call it like a collapse, but it was interesting to hear his post game. It's just funny to hear that they're – I mean – Attitude's altitude, right? I mean, like, uh, those guys are all so damn good that you, you just have to have self-belief. And this is two years in a row for him where it's kind of been a little bit of an undoing to himself. And it was interesting to hear in the post game, he's like, you know, I really wasn't missing that bad, but it was just, you know, just getting bad breaks. And, you know, I just, I was just a little bit off kind of a thing. It was, it, he wasn't really taking ownership from what I heard. It was just a lot of like, what was me? A little bit of victim. As opposed to, you know, you got to go out and get it. And I think that's kind of what Kevin Na's done in the last four years. Like, because he didn't go to college. I mean, he's basically been on the career arc of, I'm going to be a pro golfer and nothing else. And yeah, that was crazy. Na's been out there forever. And then I saw like he's only 36 years old still or 37 or something. Yeah. And again, one of like the highest career earner. Yeah. That's crazy. Wins. Yeah. Remember we did that deal at the end of last year. Like, guys, you would be surprised that have, you know, and Kevin Knopp has more wins than some people you would expect. You know, how many does Fowler have? Three, maybe? Yeah, it's I mean, yeah. That's just one example. Yeah. But. It, when you were on uh, Dad Duty, we were talking about, like, what do you remember Na for? Kind of pre, before he was a winner. And Tractor was saying when he made, like, a 14 or 16. Yep. And I was, like, I was talking about when he had, like, the swing, like, the hitch and the giddy-up. Yep. He took a lot of crap. But to his credit, he kind of got over yeah. it. Yeah. But I was gonna. I was but, yeah. figured that you would know more about this, or at least recall more. But like, I remember him like yelling at himself to hit a three wood in Hartford or yeah, something. Yeah, he couldn't like, like. Yeah, he'd take it back and he basically whiff on purpose. He yeah. Like, as soon as he started his downswing, he knew something was out of whack or he couldn't do it, so he just swing like over the ball. And it's again, it's not a whiff if you're not intending to hit the ball. But yeah, yeah. I think it was like the players one year. He's in contention. He kept doing it, and he was like, you know. He's on TV, obviously, and he's just yelling at himself that he couldn't pull the trigger, basically. Now, when you, when you were saying out of whack, was that like a pun for his like clothing, too? Do, do you know what that stands for? I just looked it up. So it's a I didn't. Korean brand, right? Yeah, it's a golf brand. It stands for, oh, yeah, South Korean clothing company. Win at all costs. And he did. He did that. His logo is just ridiculous, though. 
I had no idea what that was. The him going, he, it's like him jumping at a putt, right? Yeah. Doing a quick pick. Yeah, exactly. But like when I was looking at it, I did not see that at all. But I still don't really see it. Do you think it ever gets to the point where he feels like he needs to do that to stay on brand? But it's like, <laughs> I really I need to make this putt. Like I think he, he needed to make a birdie on 14 or 15, I think, to jump into the lead. And it was like, you know, seven-footer, had a little break to it. And he, he kind of jumped that. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> maybe just make the putt. We get it. That's very cool. You can quick jump the uphill three-footers, but maybe just make this to win the fucking tournament. Yeah, he said, he said uh, it's just always been a thing he does. He's like, and out on tour, the greens are just so smooth. Like, you know what the ball's going to do for the most part. So might as well start picking it up. So he's he's an earner. He's a cash cow. He's an ATM, mm-hmm. but never has played uh, President's Cup or Ryder Cup. So yeah, I was actually just going to ask: Has he ever played on a no like a team? Because I don't no. know if I've ever seen him play on one. Don't you think he'd be a good? I mean, I I feel like he'd, he makes pots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like he'd he'd kind of dig it. You know, I really think yeah. he would have been good in France. Although he's not that straight. He, he does. He is a little crooked. Shit, though, under. And he does weird shit under pressure. Like, didn't he just, like, cold top one, like, last year or something, too? And, yeah. Oh, I cold top one. <laughs> I just love, like, a writer. Because like, every really time somebody contending for a spot on the cup. Yeah. I've seen him do some weird shit. Yeah, I, I do love like, how he's liked on tour. G- good you question. Know, like, you yeah. see, like, you never really hear a lot about him. In my opinion, like, of, like, from other guys. Like... I mean, is he, I don't even know, like, does he, who does he play practice rounds with, right? I mean, he's there. He's, he's playing with Bryson at Kapalua one day, I saw. He was, uh, I'm pretty sure. Well, that took I that just took love when it's a writer. So, like, <laughs> so he's he's struggling to find a game, is what that sounds like. Yeah, I have no idea. I just love when it's a Ryder Cup year. Like, every tournament, somebody wins. Like, is this guy going to make the Ryder Cup team? It's like, let's just let it play out a little bit. I don't know. I mean... Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's an he earner. He went to 16, so it's not he, like he's... He makes money, and he's now got a W. Yeah. Does Kevin not... But unless he makes it on points, like, Steve Stricker's not going to care, like, oh, he won the Sony back in January. Right, <laughs> right. Oh, and they were talking about, like, guy. his major record is fucking atrocious. Yeah. Well, he, I, I like the honesty afterwards. He was like, you know, when I get here, he's like, I know this is one of the courses I can win on. Yeah. And he's basically kind of what the, the Kevin Kisner comments this week. Like, he's like, you know, there's just some courses I know I'm not going to be able to, you know, to compete or win on. Sure. I might make a cut, but. So and that's probably not a bad feeling, right? I mean, you get out there early I on mean, a Sunday you know, morning. Yeah. You're It's basically just like some friends and locals that are out there having a Bloody Mary watching you. I mean, there's nobody watching. You can just play at your leisure, shoot a little 66 and yeah. cash a check. Get out of there. I mean, you know, with the exception of like the top dogs. Most guys have that same feeling. Yeah. Some you know some weeks like, hey, I'm gonna go play because you know like you know I can make the cut and make some decent cash, but you know probably not gonna win this right. week, no matter how good I feel about my game. I mean, in you know you go play a good one on Sunday, you make thirty seven thousand dollars for right. <laughs> four days of golf. That's that's not bad to not even make your name in the paper, right? Well, you're gonna have to get out and play some good golf this week. Like in the past, the cuts been like between. Minus six and minus nine. But it was always a three-round cut, though. Oh, right? yeah, that's yeah. true. So Yeah, everybody got three rounds. So, so is it a two-round cut, I'm assuming? Yeah. 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 Okay. And was and that, did they in change the, that? Because, is that because of COVID, or was that because... It's because the Pro-Am. Just, got it. Okay, so, gotcha. the pro, so then is Pebble Beach, the now that Pebble Beach is canceled, like, is it just going to be Pebble and Spyglass, or 
No, Pebble Beach. I think no, we went over this last week. Am- they are still doing the pro am. No, they're not. I thought that got canceled. It got canceled. I, uh, yeah, I thought they canceled it this week. Can't even remember yeah. last. And then they did. Um, what is Kenny G gonna do? <laughs> and Larry he the actually hasn't even been there for a while. Larry, get her <laughs> Yeah, I think they announced. I saw it on the internet around like uh, Instagram this week, Paul. And then Chipotle Tech is gone. Yeah, that's gone. They're going to concession, which sure. I know it's in Florida. The PGA some good stuff there. Asian Tour is done, right? Or the China Tour? Wait, what? Yeah. So yeah, Rhino. The yeah, the PGA or sorry, the Pebble Beach just yeah, just Pebble and Spyglass on okay. the Monterey Peninsula this year. Dang it, we can't talk about our nightmare foursomes. <laughs> but on to the Amex. The season is underway. So even like actually, I was surprised. Look, talking about scoring, like last year, I didn't realize, but the winning score at the Sony was only like eleven under. Oh, it was super wet, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was super wet, and I, but usually the wind blows there a little yeah. bit, and this it was just dead calm all week, both here and both Sony and Kepler were the same way. Shocking that this Hawaii week, like, is four. nice. Yeah, so I mean, I'm guessing the cut will be four or five under this week too. Yeah, when's Farmers? Two weeks? Next week. That that's really when things get cooking, right? Well, it's yeah, normally when it was, Tiger shows up. Yeah, it's usually one of the, and it's normally like one of the best early fields. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, Ram was supposed to play this week, and he backed out already. Right, yeah, so that was yeah, a so WD. Was that? Who knows? Just, yeah. How do you get a W? How do you WD already? I don't know. It's on DK. I mean, it seems strange, right? Because would you then take a spot from somebody? Well, no. He's it's technically still, a draw because no, you uh, you signed up for the tournament by Friday last yeah. week. But there's some good. I mean, there's some decent names actually. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into those names in a little bit. As always, guys, check out fantasynational.com. <laughs> little promo code: fantasynational.com. Slash pods. <laughs> That's me segueing into something else. That was sick. Uh, oh, what? do we want to oh, go ahead? I was just going to say, when would the golf show normally be? Oh, PGA soon. merchandise oh, show? Yeah. It's like this week. or it's I think like, it's in January, typically. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously. Yeah, it'd probably be starting right That's now. not happening at all. Uh, no. So we all have to wear the same clothes from last year because nobody knows. How is anyone going to know what to do? Yeah. Like, oh my god, I can't go to a concert. I guess Travis Matthews will just have to keep coming up with the same shirt since 2009. I was just going to say that. I mean, like, you know, since Callaway bought them, they really just don't want to risk the brand. You know, you just want to leave it the same. Don't touch it. I like their shorts. Yeah, yeah, I I like their shorts a lot, too. Um, So if you're G4 to stay on the the fashion kick, and we were talking Reed, do they... How do you politely say we we appreciate you buying our shit online, but we're not going to expend we're not going to extend a sponsorship to you? Because I feel like that's kind of the direction we're heading. I do mean, don't you think that like anything? if you like, I mean, really liked the guy and wanted him to be a brand ambassador, do you'd do it right away. Strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. Self-professed I mean, top five player in the world. Where do you think he bought it too? You probably Carl's Golfland. Oh man, that is G4.com. That's where I buy my G4 stuff. <laughs> Remember you know his Bob's. wife was like on reta- no, retail. No, no, Nevada Bobs. Like, Nevada Bobs. Hey, I worked there for summer. It's great. Did you? Yeah. I mean, G4 is owned by Peter Millar now, so, or for the last while. So, I mean, uh, it just doesn't seem like a, yeah. It's too bad. I mean, he's just so marketable. Maybe we, maybe you guys talked about this when I was on my little three-minute hiatus, but like my wife was kind of asking, so like Thomas. Can he? I'm assuming he can still wear polo. 
Yeah. yeah. Like, they can't make you not. I mean, there's no way to He's just not them. a brand ambassador. You're just not getting paid to do it. Exactly. Yeah. You're not giving yeah. you stuff. Well, I got all these clothes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're all really comfy <laughs> and well-fitted. Yeah, that's... I did see some tweets that were kind of interesting in terms of, like, right after Laurent took their stance, which I, I get it, their decision. I stand behind it, too. I like them. I like JT. I like Ralph mm-hmm. Laurent. But... Then they also went and took a look at like the countries in which their apparel they is manufactured and mm-hmm. some of the stances around said countries. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. just kind of leave it at that. But well, Ralph Lauren's dressing Biden for the inauguration. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing more America than Ralph Lauren. Is he, is he gonna? Oh, just not not Ralph Lauren polo though. So he's not gonna be like coming in like a octopus pants. Co- yeah. <laughs> <Or a fleece laughs> That'd be great. He'll probably be some purple. He's got label. the Billy Horschel outfit on. Let's get this done. I'm guessing it'll be like some purple label suit. <laughs> but yeah, this is going well. Should we get into get into our forty three k? As long as we're hot. Yeah. There's nobody. Oh yeah, forty three k. Do you want me to kind of recap since we're keeping totals now? Yeah, I was fucking the, terrible last week. Yeah, nobody was great. Good. I had the best finish. I was fiftieth out of one hundred forty six. And I think I was only one in the top half. Tractor was 75th. Moose was 91st. Rhino, 140. There's only like 154 people, right? 146. Oh, that sucks, Ryan. You're right, Ryan. That was really bad. So through two weeks, I'm leading with 1,000.5 points. Four figures. Yeah. And then you guys, let's see. Tractor, 965.5. Then... Moose 934.5, Rhino 922.5. So, it's really tight. It's tight. Yeah. This is crazy, the volatility. Like, Rhino, you had, granted, last week there was no cut, but you went like 629 to 293. Wow. So it just shows a lot can change in one week in this. So. All right. I'm ready to go. Get Never it. Mind. Do it. In no particular order. I'll go from bottom up. Oh. Who are you? You've changed. CT Pan, Camilo Vajegas, Paul Malnati. Who? Paul Giamatti. Who? Paul, Paul Malnati. Malnati. Peter. Peter. <laughs> oh. McCarthy. Straka. Damn. Chucky three. Oh. Chuck Hoffman was solid week? last week. I oh, know. Oh, he was calling Thank God. my name. Thank God. I'm just gonna he go was a little too expensive for me. Our lineups were uh, very similar. Ooh, so I threw in some Hall dude. Who, what, who, what's his name here? I saw that Harry guy. Hall. Harry Hall. Like, he hasn't done anything on tour. He Actually, he's like 32nd at the U.S. Open a while back, but... Uh, he had a T6 and T8 in his last two uh, Corn Ferry Tour starts. <clears throat> Make some birdies, so I'd throw him out there. Who is this? Harry Balls? Harry Hall. Got it. Um, so then I went, uh, let's see, Nick Taylor, uh, 7,000, was leading after 36. We mentioned that earlier, so I'd stick with him. And then I went with uh, Melnati, Straka, and uh, Hoffman this week. Mm. So I was basically picking like tracker. And then I threw Cameron Tringali in there as well. I didn't really have him uh, targeted initially because, well, yes, I did. But the deal with him was that he, uh, last start was at the RSM, so like back in 2020. Yeah. He was third there, but then he's he was uh, T15 back at the Amex. And, and not that that really matters. This is two courses. It used to be three, whatever. But he's got good approach stats, so that's where I finished it off. So we've got... Hall, Hoffman, Malnati, Straka, Taylor, and Trinali. Not really one, but I need to start. I need to start making some moves. Well, it's week three, so 
The time yeah, is now. It's true. I'll roll because I'm also on the Straka train. So I, I kind of mixed it up a little different this week. So I, I don't really recall too much about these golf courses. Otherwise, other than like, there's a lot of trouble off the tee and both of these guys are not great off the tee, but they have unbelievable short games. So big, big risk here, but Sung you'll know seventh in short game, second around the greens ball striking is kind of shit, but he's 6,400. And then I got Aaron Badalay. He was T18 here in 2019, so I don't know. He's probably played the golf course a million times and great short game. Then we're moving all on. Right last week too. What was that? He was all right last week too. I think. Uh, he he's on a he's on a bad one. He like I mean I think he's made like two or seven cuts. It's not oh, it's right. not beautiful. What was last week? Oh. So again, I, I I guess hearing Paul read back like how I I thought it went like first to maybe second place now i'm in last place but that's great so come on aaron let's go um and then moose i remember we were talking about patrick rogers when we were looking at metrics at like our year-end show patrick oh, rogers is yeah. the guy that always popped so pop yes. for me this week 6900 and apparently he's a fantastic putter so i i mean i don't know why not let's try that um big mike thompson at 7100 <laughs> Uh, he's been making a ton of cuts like over the last few months, and he was 25th at the Sony. Sure. Then I got my guy Sepp Straka at 7,400. He was T4 last last year. He was in the uh, the Georgia Boy House, so hopefully he's rubbing off on uh, the, the Chris Kirk story. Who knows? Uh, and then that all leads way to a, a guy I got at 8,700 for Paul Casey because, uh, I don't know, he's a great, great ball striker. Wouldn't be surprised if he could win and – He's Paul Casey. He's a, been around for 20 years. He has big forearms. He's got huge Popeye forearms, which is what you need here. Out of the <laughs> 1.25 inch rough. And friend of the podcast, Patrick Hunt, is one of his favorite people in the world. Also in California. <laughs> yes. True. All right, I'll roll through mine. My two cheap, not even cheap, but bottom guys are more like the up-and-comers. It seems like usually... Seems like this tournament lends itself to kind of a first-time winner, maybe kind of a up-and-coming player. Harry Hall. So sixty-seven hundred Kramer Hickok. Oh, this is Cosmo weird. Kramer. Sounds like he. It seems like he's had a couple. He had a T eight at Bermuda and has finished nineteenth at Sony here. So uh, sixty-eight hundred. He missed the cut last week, but he had a few good finishes in the fall. That's Doug Gim. Then my next three, I've just got the three kind of the steady eddies that have played the last couple weeks that I'm kind of comfortable with, and their prices haven't really changed much. So I think Tracker had Nick Taylor too, right? Or was that Moose? That was me. Moose. So I had Taylor at 7,000. Also got the Swafficer at 7,000, Hudson Swafford. Nice. And I, like Rhino, have Big Mike Thompson, 7,100. Um, leading way to my top guy, 8,400 Patton Kazire. Mm. Not a great history here, but um, playing kind of sneaky good golf going back through November. He's got three top 11s in his last four starts, seventh last week at Sony. So it's kind of a debating between him and Hadwin at 8,000. Hadwin's got the course history, but hasn't yeah, done anything does. for a long time. And it's just like, I'll, I'll side with the guy that's that's playing well. So. Damn, that is quite the stretch. And so you got Swafford and Kazire on the same team. Yeah, what? I got all the guys. That I was going to say, Michael, yeah, where's Harry English? In that. Yeah. He's not playing this week, I don't think. <laughs> no, I know. but you, I think you could even lump Mike Thompson into yeah. that group. Yeah, he's kind of, the, you know, yeah. kind of the guy that looks a lot older than he is, maybe. So we'll see what happens. I've kind of had decent teams this, the last couple weeks. I'm just trying to go more with like the, the steady, even squad rather than trying to spend up. So... Yeah, I might be on that train soon. 
We'll see how this week goes. So what are we moving to now? Now this is a... Uh, one and done? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I can recap that. So I... You had the best week, right? Much better start to the year. So I'm leading one and done after one week, too. So um, let's see here. Yeah, You're so I had a T4 right. from Webb Simpson. And then uh, Rhino had a T7 from Morikawa. Uh, Moose, T32 from Harris English. Tractor, T56 from Sung JM. So we all made the cuts to start the year. But uh, I'm off to the, the early lead. So What's a T4 um, earn you? 277, 750. But there was like... A few guys. Five or six yeah. guys, or maybe four guys. So what my so, my T seven was like probably one eighty two hundred okay two hundred four seventy five right. so so there must have been four guys or tied it with Web but <clears throat> and we all in uh in Moose's one and done we all had M right the mega one done yeah, yeah. which uh, how many guys hey Moose how many guys had yeah uh, I did not see that yet is this uh, our is this the part of the segment that we also would probably want to lump in the fantasy national one and done. Oh yeah, this well, is an so honor meeting. By the way, by the way, I am so excited that like everything that we set up filled like it was awesome. I was super the thousand dollar pool for sure. Yeah, that yep, that filled with like probably a day to go. Like I thought that was the one that was gonna bite me in the ass. Like I thought I was getting a little cocky throwing that out there, but that filled and got up and uh, the live scoring was working that day. Did you guys see that at all? Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Yeah, so it's kind of nice to be able to see like where you're at now, especially even the first term of the year. But so we have an internal league that we started the week before. It's actually kind of cool too when like all of a sudden you have because like your ranking goes with what you have total too. So you'll see that he's projected you know at three hundred thousand this this week, and here's what your total is. Yep. And then the guys that are around you are slightly different, so that's kind of interesting. So f- three people took now the way it looks. Okay, so ten grand. He was one percent owned, and then Neiman was seven percent. Mm. Oh, mm. that was the next. So, whatever, seven percent of thirty-three hundred-ish, whatever that is. A few oh, yeah. more, probably twenty people or so. Yeah. So yeah, so that's a good pick to start off with. Damn. So who's who's at the bottom of it? It's me. Uh, Tractor gets the pick first. I'm taking Patrick Reed because he's number one on Bolton, and I could be done with him. <laughs> Uh, all right, Rhino. No, it's Moose. Oh, it's me here. Sorry, um, I was looking at the wrong column. Here we go, Scotty Shuffle. Yep, that's a good Give pick. A bit I of, like that one. A little bit of fire coming out, nothing. Guns blazing, but so it's a good week to save. I read something that said the last decade, the average world golf ranking of the winner of this tournament's like roughly 125th. Well, it's been Adam Long, and, and then I think well Landry won it last well, year. Right? Rom won, and Rom won it. Right. That's the sad, that's the crazy thing. So um, I'm gonna go Matt Wolf. Ooh. I'm gonna go. Let's see. So I just don't like using any of the top guys it's just because it's such a birdie fest. And another guy hasn't played well here, but he's in good form and he can actually get really hot when he gets going. So I'm just gonna go with Russ Henley. Henley. Yeah. So Henley, Wolf, Scheffler, Reed. Actually, four pretty, pretty solid players. So all could win. And then that gets us back into Nassau now. Moose yeah, and like I said, I don't know what we got to be on the eight thousand range. Yeah, so it was Grillo and Harmon last week. Tracker and I against Moose and Rhino at Davis and Kokrak. I don't even know what it, all those guys make the cut or no. Yeah, they did. All four yep. did. Yeah, so all. 
Uh, we'll All eight our, of our uh, picks made the cut. We'll have to get our uh, scoring updated here, but for the listeners, if you haven't listened before, we just do a, a best ball each week. We rotate partners, just a front back total all four rounds. So there's 12 points, 12 points available. Okay, so this but then we're rotating price categories. So we started with 6,000. We were 7,000 at Sony. Now we're 8,000. And next week we'll go 9,000 plus and then start back, start back at the 6,000 level. So not really that many guys in the 8,000s. Not really if you are just excited to take, that's for sure. I think it's Moose and I this week. Eleven guys in the eight thousands. Yeah, it's Moose and I against me and Rhino. All right, I'll flip. Moose, we won. Director, you want to pick first then? Yeah, I want Pat Desire. Sweet. Second and birdies are better gained over the last twenty four rounds. I like that. Terrible T to green. Yep. Can't find the walk. Must be okay. A lot of birdies, a lot of doubles. Who do you like, Rhino? Mm. I mean, we get we get the next right. Two, so it doesn't That's right. We're going close, snake drop. Um, uh, I think we. He's the ambassador for the tournament. I think we got to keep leave him on the table, though. I guess I'm thinking no, Phil. I don't think so either. It's he's too reckless. Yeah. I mean, looking at it, you had Harmon last week, right? Yeah, I'm not a. I don't know. Yeah, I mean the the two names that I kind of like. Lonto. I was just gonna say Lonto and Paul Casey are the two that jump out. Um, Lonto for sure. I'm cool with it. If you want to take him, go for it. No, let's go Lonto Casey. Sure. Let's, all right. Well, then I think I have to go with Champ. It's dicey though. You don't have to. No, I don't have to. That's <laughs> like sitting there. It's, they got a, they got a putt at this tournament, right? They do. Okay. But yeah, but the faster you get there, usually the better. <laughs> that's true. So. Yeah. Drive. Three putts still still work. Yeah. Um, it's funny you said that because I apparently have strokes gained short game on my uh, model right now. So I don't have putting ex- explicitly. But um, 139, according to fantasynational.com. Backslash pods if you want to save 20%. So, Trek, are you like going that end or going the other end and going with uh, Adam Hadwin, the course history guy? Uh, I kind of like Champ. Yeah, let's do Champ. I mean, it's NASA, right? Yep, so we're looking for birdies. Mm-hmm. He makes birdies. He can drive. I don't know how much that's going to help him here, but... I, I think it helps you everywhere. I really do. I mean, yeah. like, his he's got a pretty pretty good weapon. Mm-hmm. He'd be, like, one of those under-the-radar guys that I'd love to see on the range. Camp? Yeah. Champ? Yeah. I don't think he gets, like, enough... He got, like, a lot of heat when he first came on tour, but... Yeah. Well, I've always I mean, thought he hits, like, just a little... Golf Channel showed every single freaking swing of him... And then there was like, oh my god, he can't keep it in play, and they had to like after two weeks stop showing. Got it. But for a while, I was like, look at his clubhead speed. He hit the ball this far. It's like <laughs> not even fucking in play. Yeah, isn't it I funny mean, how they like, do that? Like that's literally all they care about on the range, and then they show like ball speed, clubhead speed, no, every single like, no, like shot is... length shot, and then they get you know then it's Brandel and the talking heads later that night, especially for any big tournament. We we need to roll the ball back. Distance is not everything. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's like, remember, like when sports aren't just showing home runs. Right, mm-hmm. right. Although, speaking of Randall, the, I, I did hear him last night. So it would have been 2003, I think. They were talking, about, yeah, I think it was 2003. They were talking about Kevin Na's class at Q School and of those guys that are still on tour. So I think, I don't know if Kevin Na won it, but he got through. Brandle, I think, he made it sound like he lipped out, lipped out like a 10 footer to ultimately lose his car. And that basically was like, that was the end of his career. But the only two guys that are still around from 2003 Q School, Kevin Na and Brian Gay, hmm. 
I mean, like probably arguably the the shortest two hitters in 2003. <laughs> and both have got houses on houses of houses. They both have had, got way more than gay. Yeah. How, how much dough? Well, that was what started that five win thing was gay's fifth win in the fall. I think where did he win Bermuda or Kevin Nas career earnings? It says here. Oh, it's from 2018. That's not real. What was it? Gay, gay is 23 million. What is this? Kevin Nas was 25 million as of 18. Oh, he's now at 34 and a half million. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's yeah, a good clip. Gay was at twenty three million, and Brian Gay is at almost twenty four million. Man, how many wins did Brian Gay have? Like three? Didn't he have like kind of a, a breakout eighteen month where he had like two or three wins? Yeah, but no, that's I, like I said. I think he just had his fifth win this fall. Yeah, so now he's got six. No, that, I think that was Gay's fifth win. Was this? Oh, was it was it Bermuda or what was the other one? Or the Punta Cana one, was five, one of those. Yeah. It was one of those. I think this because that was what got this whole. You know who does. You know, Brian Gay has more tour wins than he won. That's right. Oh, that's right, 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 right. The Heritage, the St. Jude, the Humana, and the Bermuda. Yes, well, it's Bermuda, yeah. So he's 48. And Nas, like, 36, 37? Kevin Nas is, yeah, 37. Kevin Nas got a long career left, I guess. <clears throat> you'd th- I, mean, I mean, you think Brian Gay's. You'd think, I mean, he's, he's not quite on pace for 50 million in career earnings, but not probably too far off. I mean, I guess if he plays at least 50. Brian Gay's. Do you think he'll go play on the uh, senior tour? Well, I still think he's going to go shoot yeah. amateur porn with this <laughs> little flavor saver. <laughs> Wait, so he turned pro in 1994. Who? Brian Gay. Oh wow. There's got to be. I mean, there's got to be so many stories around that about him shooting. Porn. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. Not to the best of my knowledge, but I just. I mean, it's funny. You try not to. Look, I'm not going to say the word. I'm not going to say journeyman, but I mean, like. Dude, that's 25 years on tour. Yeah, that's 23 million in career earnings. That guy probably has some sweet garbage disposals. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you have a good garbage disposal, man? It changes your life. And that concludes the most recent installment of Nice Shot Pods. On behalf of Tractor, the Rhino, Paul, and myself, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.